How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 136 with Joshua Turek. It was really awesome. We talked about video games, and we talked about stand-up, and we talked about um, AI, and we talked about George Foreman. You guys, this was a really great episode, so listen to it and share it with everyone you know. It was awesome. Um, go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Like it, talk about it, share it. Know that I'm not great at keeping the Facebook page up, but, uh, yeah, sometimes I come back and update it. Anyway, uh, go to iTunes and Stitcher, whatever you're listening to this on, pause the episode. Just pause it, go over, rate it, review it. Uh, it helps spread the word about the podcast. If you love it, uh, then share it. Yeah. Duplex Comedy Suplex was awesome. It was Brad Gage, Byron Bowers, Claire O'Kane, and Harry Moros. Um, keep coming to the shows. Keep telling people about it. Uh, there was actually no crowd besides me and Aldrin and the comics. Um, but it was still a fun show. So tell people about it and, um, you know, spread the word. Duplex Comedy Suplex. My Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. The show's Twitter is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. And there's a donate button on my website through PayPal. Uh, There's one for America, one for Australia. Um, Any would be appreciated. So, without further ado, um, yeah, yam it up with me and Josh Turek. So I've never listened to your podcast, or any podcast, I'm, I'm not a podcast. Any at no, all? No, Jake Cannon's, I listened to a couple, but uh, yeah, I'm not a, much of a, I want to start doing it, but anyway, yeah. is there any sort of angle, or we're just, just shooting the shit, or? Yeah, yeah, uh, I have a couple questions that I'll ask throughout, but then basically after that it's just tangents and just whatever else happens. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Professor Blastoff is one that I recommend highly. Yeah. It's not around anymore. They had to stop because they all got so busy. Uh-huh. <coughs> but there's 250 episodes. It's um, Kyle Dunnigan, David Huntsberger, and Tig Notaro. Oh, cool. And it's it's so fucking great. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, man. Awesome. So, yeah, this is it. This is my place. This cool. is the room. This is where we're recording. Right on. Yeah. So how about uh, when when did you start in comedy? Oh, are we so we're recording now? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, stand up. I started. It's gonna be uh, this October. It'll be four years. Ooh. Yeah. You're yes. gonna edit out all the racial slurs. I just no I'm kidding. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. <kidding>. yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't realize we were recording. I, I would have put on my podcast voice. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's why I did. Hey. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I do. Then there's no presupposition of. Of uh, oh are we uh, wow and then you like the, the headphones and the you're like the Terrence Malick of uh, <laughs> podcasters <laughs> you just be for a while I like we'll to just... see people in their natural yeah. element uh, this is interesting you've this is been split. recording me for like two hours probably from yeah, my yeah. apartment the well, car to here well yes there's hidden mics in your car if you look 
Excellent. Okay. Now, now I know. My career is over. Not that I have one. <laughs> um, dope. So four years. That's cool. Yeah. What, uh, what's something in comedy that you'd love to do that you haven't done yet? And it doesn't have to be just one thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I would love to, um, Madison Square Garden. That's yeah, yeah. Dope. I'd like to work there, not actually do comedy. <laughs> be an usher during one of Louis C.K.'s midnight sets. I'd love to ush Madison Square Garden. Yeah, just be around it, just breathe it in. If you haven't ushed MSG, <laughs> you haven't ushed anything, my friend. Yeah, I want to work the buffet in the Players Club. And just bring... Just see everyone celebrating themselves. Be close to them. Yeah, I w it's it. <laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> I'm so fucking close. Oh yeah. Yes, you can have more hot dogs, Mr. Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Why not? <laughs> this hour is gonna be easy to fill up. Forty-five minutes of it's just gonna be your laugh. I think. <laughs> I also pictured you in Madison Square Garden just ushing away, and then you're like, I'm so fucking close. I'm yeah, I'm so, so close. fucking close. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to someone about, like, why I don't totally, I don't do the, like, the, a lot of the club open mics, just because, like, it feels so hungry and desperate to me, like, and there's so many people who are on, don't really do comedy, so it gets frustrating seeing them yeah. get up, and, and I was saying s something about how, like, just just bury me beneath the improv but just inches from the stage so that I'm never actually on it after I die <laughs> I want to be kept from that stage through all of eternity <laughs> for the four of Doug's friends listening to this he did also just take a little hit of weed <laughs> but that was all natural laughter I'm alright yeah thanks I've been on a bender for the last, like, five days, so I'm, like, coming out of it, like, okay, I need to, um, address my, my humanity for a second. <laughs> so that I'll never be on that stage. Just, like, inches from it. Just, like, a little earthworm between me and the... <coughs> stage and and then like a painting of me on the wall with all the other comics but like an anonymous face and it's just like the grave of the unknown comic a big question mark yeah. on your face yeah riddle me this yeah um, so yeah I don't know what I want to do I guess like I've done a little bit of like touring stuff but I think I would love to do like a full on you know special? tour no oh. not a tour it's just so fun getting out, and you get just get better doing it outside of L.A. and New, New York. Yeah. Out of the big cities, and, like, you know, I've done some, like, in Tennessee and New Orleans, and, um... That's cool. Yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from here, from L.A. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, getting on tour is just, you just get better, and it's, like, it's, like, what it, it's about. You go in front of people, and you make them laugh. Yeah, or you everywhere. Don't. Yeah. Not just one place. I know. Everywhere. I know. And yeah. like that. I got know. a tour too. I haven't, I still haven't toured at all. Yeah. How long have you been doing stand up? For uh, October, we'll make seven years. Okay. You think you're just better about. than me because you've been doing it that what? much longer? What? Seven years? 
<laughs> he just put his dick on the table when he said that. I did. It's a small table. Yeah, it's yeah. A small table. <laughs> 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 it's one of those little flip book notepads. It's really it's, it's, uh, it's sizable. It's a yeah. sizable notepad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, you got the, the original Nintendo games in here. Is this mm-hmm. the Game Genie? Oh, yeah. Or, oh, the Game Genie. Oh, yeah. That gave you some powers. Get all those infinite lives, infinite yeah. health, infinite oh, yeah. everything. People will never know how good that felt. <laughs> it's so funny because now I'm more inclined or less inclined to use like yeah, cheats course. and cheat codes and stuff. Right. I'm like, no, I want to play it as it was made. Because yeah. if, if it's a challenge, then it'll be more of an accomplishment mm-hmm. when I beat the game. And back then, I was like, no, give me infinite everything. I know, I know. Well, back then, you wanted to believe that life had cheat codes. And then you start living, and you're like, oh, no, this is just an obstructionist nightmare. And then you start to like get Stockholm Syndrome, and you're like, oh, no, this is what I like. I like challenges. I like having to, because what's life without challenges? And, exactly. And you don't even want to flirt with the idea that you could skip to the front of the line, because that's, that is so tantalizingly impossible. It's like... Fuck that. Dude, how many of those old NES games were really hard? Yeah, some They're some so are like hard. some you never got past the first moment. There's was... just like a first moment and you're like, okay, what? And you call the game at this this game shop at the mall and they're just like, what do you want? What do you want, nerd? And you're just like, um, how do you? Uh, and you're like, you know, this is gonna be 99 cents a minute, right? And you're like, all right. <laughs> it's like. Did you call them? Did you yeah, call those yeah, ones? we would call the people at the game store, yeah. and they'd give us advice on on Zelda mostly. But yeah, there were some games where it was just it was like so fucking hard. Yeah, where you're like, where I bet, I bet, I, I bet those I games were around for like a minute, and then the guy who was thinking of Game Genie was like, you can't fucking beat this fucking yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. You need to beat this game. And those, those were the cheat ones. Cheat codes. I'll do it. I'll invent the cheat codes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and usually they were like cheaper, cheaper games. You'd like, you're like, oh, this game's only twelve bucks or fifteen bucks. Yeah. So yeah, and then just never get past that first moment. <laughs> that just like that first moment is like, this is impossible. What do I do? What yeah. is this even about? How? Yeah. There's this game I had called Journey to Sirius, and I don't know if I have it anymore, but <clears throat> you're this kid and you're walking around with this ray gun and you're shooting all these, uh, I don't know, probably aliens or monsters or whatever it was. But I think just one hit and you're dead. Right. And so I'd be playing that game and I was like, right. fucking no! Dad! Damn it! Right. Fucking Journey and then you to start Sirius! Silius, maybe? Um, but yeah, I just, I, at, at a certain point, I was like, I'm not gonna. Like I always thought, like, anymore. what about, like, a game that's, like, life and, like, if you die once, like, you can't play the game anymore? It's <laughs> so, like the game is over. The game? <laughs> As an auto self-destruct. Yeah, and you're not allowed to buy a new one. (laughs) (laughs) And the people at the game store are like, "Don't you fucking come back here." We have you registered. You're you're in the system. And no, you may not. It's called. Like, can I buy another game? They're like, no. You're done playing games. I think that'd be like a cool reflection of like what it's really. It'd be a, a nice... Um... It's accurate, is all. <laughs> and when you die, someone punches your loved ones in the face. 
<laughs> so before you start playing, you gotta list out the, the names and addresses yeah. of all your loved ones. <laughs> and then you start playing, and it's perilous. <laughs> and your guy is not that powerful. <laughs> and you die, and some guy with gloves on shows up at your loved one's house or apartment and punches him in the face. Maybe the stomach, I don't know. Or the heart. The heart's a good place to get punched. And it's the, like, oversized, like, boxing yeah. gloves. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's okay, it's a kangaroo that What's shows up there. What's the name of the game, though? What's the it's name called, of this game? Yeah, it's called, uh... What do you call it? I don't know. Like, R-I-P-S-1. Yeah, mortality. Or like, <laughs> um, you, you only get one. Yeah, you only no, get one. No, it's just called YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for the original NES. Also, if you die while you're playing, it blows up your NES. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> and, the, and the only cheat codes are if you're rich, you get your character gets slightly better health care. <laughs> I like this game. I yeah. play this game. I hate this game, man. <laughs> I hate this game every goddamn day of my life. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, what, a, <clears throat> what about when you die? You <laughs> you have to... Like, when you die in the game, you have to get, like, all your friends together. And right. then you have to get them to organize all the shit. And then you're underground. And then your journey has just begun. Just begun. Oh, yeah, that's the sequel. You Afterlife. Crawl, you crawl out of the coffin, and then yeah. you're just a skeleton. Right. Or maybe you're a zombie. Ooh, now it sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, then you have the after... You can buy the Afterlife games if you want. And then, and but then, then one secret. of the games is called Atheist, and you buy it, and it's just a black screen. <laughs> pay like 50 bucks for it put it in the system you're like wait a minute it's just a black screen you pull it out and you blow on it you're like oh maybe it's just dusty <laughs> it's like you leave it in for a minute and then this text comes up that's like you fool right you're right <laughs> you thought there'd be anything more <laughs> Ooh, yeah that'd, shit. that'd be a cool zombie game though hey game designers out there yeah if you're looking for ideas i got a ton of them zombie game do you have any game designers you think listen to this only all of them. Really? <laughs> <laughs> who listens to this? The three guys who are in your living room when I did that show here? <laughs> no, I actually have listeners in Australia. No way. Germany. Whoa. Um, Qatar. Whoa. India. Yeah. Really? Shout they out write in? Shout out to you guys for listening. No. No. Don't. <laughs> you can just pick up on the stats or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So the stats that I have are like just from through the website because I can't afford Libsyn for the right it's like 20 bucks a month to be able to to really get into the <clears throat> yeah so no one writes in from out of the country <laughs> um I think a couple people <laughs> have written in right <laughs> but not that many who's your hottest listener you think oh psh, someone in like um Vermont I'm yeah I'm guessing you have like a Vermont following yeah like two people Vermont wait is the capital of Vermont Montpelier? Yeah, yeah, it is. Vermont 
Montpelier. Yeah, Vermont Pelier. I wonder how many people have already done that. Yeah, a million? yeah. Probably a lot. A yeah. lot? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just came together for me. I was like, wait, Vermont, Montpelier. I think we know the first spot on your tour when you get out there. <laughs> 3,000 miles, bring your killer opener. Look out, Vermont Pillier! <laughs> I'm coming! And you just get all heady about it. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have done this on stage. <laughs> God, I don't know. I guess it was so obvious. And I'm from California. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They're like, what part? Yeah. LA. Boo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how when you're driving your Subaru and everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> Start spilling granola out of your flannel shirt. They're like, yeah, we forgive you for the Montpelier thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to help the drought, you know. I'm, I hear you. I'm letting it mellow. Yeah. I'm letting it mellow. There you go. <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite part about doing stand-up? <laughs> Uh, just probably just kind of getting to, uh, it's just fun. It's just so fun, like, getting, uh, and, like, it, advancing and kind of finding new little corners of myself and whatever to sort of express and be able to get weirder and weirder on stage and mm -hmm. get, you know, people liking it more and more kind of in a way. And yeah. yeah, just, like, the evolution of it. And then all the friends I've made. Uh, I didn't expect that at it's all. It's a really tight community. It's so awesome. Yeah, it's dysfunctional. It's competitive. <laughs> it's like heady at times and and downright offensive at times. But but beyond that, yeah, there's I've never met such a group of like intelligent, sort of empathetic, like insightful people. Yeah. And and like smart. Yeah, and people, yeah. you know, comics are just awake. They have to be, you yep. know. And so it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even like make that many friends for probably my first couple of years because I was just very in my head very like trying to figure it out and then yeah. suddenly it was like a, and every like when I first started everything seemed so weird and I knew it was weird so I like I was like watching it knowing it was weird yeah but also like you started in LA yeah in LA yeah which, which is a, a little tougher yeah it's tough yeah yeah and I've been doing you know I'm like a failed child actor I've been writing screenplays. What? Yeah, I've been writing screenplays for like 10 years Hold prior up. to that. Hold up. Failed child, act, child actor. Yeah. What, what were you in? Well, that's the failed part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the kind that like got the Disney series, divorced his parents, and then bottomed out on cocaine. That's my joke about it. It's like I never did well enough to even afford the cocaine problem let alone divorcing my parents but what were you in what have you i did like some commercials like okay yeah i talk about it on stage a little i did like a george foreman grill commercial oh cool. yeah and so there's that did whole thing did you get a foreman grill out of it no no i didn't but the thing was george that day he was like <laughs> i guess to launch into the bit a little bit he was that nice he was so nice to me like right off the bat yeah he like i was the we were the white family in the kitchen as he was talking about his grill and mm -hmm. He, like, just took an instant liking to me and, like, even pulled me aside and was like, Josh, like, if you want to keep acting, I think you have what it takes to be a star one day. And I was, like, 14, and I thought it was so cool that George Foreman thought I was going to be a star one day that, like, mm -hmm. I neglected to realize that this was a man who had taken thousands of punches to his head. <laughs> he didn't think I was going to be a star. He was seeing stars. 
Yeah, so that was it. But, you know, I made some money, like, you know, got into SAG and got a lot of experience. And as happens with acting, you either give up and become a realtor or you start writing your own material. And so I started doing that at 17. And then 10 years later of writing screenplays, I still, yeah, you know... Yeah, do you register them and, like, you have them all... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, one's, no one's trying to steal them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I did start working with a, a comic on a script that I wrote, and he was really encouraging, and... So I started a... Movie or TV? A movie. Cool. Yeah, and... Uh, Movies are tough. Yeah, they take forever. <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've sat down to write something, and then I'm like, maybe I'll get back to that movie I started. Right. Fuck, 90 pages, 100 pages? Yes, it can be daunting if you look at it like that. <laughs> so hats off to you screenwriters. That's tough. I'm, I, uh, I started writing a episode 8 um, spec okay. for Star Wars Okay. and I'm like 30 pages in Okay. and then now I'm like I gotta get back to it I gotta get back to it yeah. it's been like a couple months it's or kind of that thing where like you once you start running you're better off to just keep running because <laughs> if you stop and realize how tired you are it's like yeah. it's, it's tougher but, to but also it's good to write and then go back with fresh eyes yes and, yeah. uh, and then because if you did, I don't know, it's also good to, yeah, you're right, to just, when you're when you're writing a lot, and you're like, I could write like 15 more pages, but I'm tired, just right. keep fucking writing. Yeah, keep writing, yeah. Get to the end, because then you can look back and yeah. do all that fresh eye stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's challenging, and it's hard, and I'm <coughs> burnt out. I've written probably 20 screenplays yeah. in my life. <coughs> and I have, you know, a couple that are advancing, and so anyway that was encouraging and why I sort of started stand up and um yeah yeah you've got some stuff bouncing around right now yeah yeah I'm getting real close real close yeah yeah um I have this I guess it's public knowledge at this point that I um Bob Saget's directing a film I wrote and we have yeah a really cool cast and it's we got like financiers and we're just kind of waiting for it to happen kind of um, and hopefully it does, because we would love that. That's and, awesome. And that's, you know, but, but Bob and I have been working on this a really long time, so. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, but it's, it just takes forever, and it's, you know. It takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> I started gazing off into the distance, <laughs> losing interest in myself, <laughs> life. <laughs> I never want to write another word again. <laughs> I just want someone to love me. <laughs> oh, yeah, write, yeah. write yourself, and that way... No if, one likes that. If people... <laughs> I've tried, no one likes that, that character. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, 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 not that one. Yeah. Not this one about the bunnies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think my friend John Davies has a, a, a joke about that. How, like, he got notes on a screenplay based about himself, and they're like, yeah, we like everything but the main character. It's such a, it's such a funny joke. Also, you don't like me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stand-up is enough for the of self-subjection, or, you know, Yeah. subjecting yourself to scrutiny. Yep, yep. But I love it, man. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. Nothing's nothing's more fun. I'd rather make a crowd laugh than anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's so great. A crowd of strangers who I probably disagree with on most <laughs> fundamental issues in life, <laughs> whose lives I may or may not respect, and how they're going about them, yeah. who don't care about the environment. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to just make them laugh, because yeah, it's a bridge from us, from them to me, and yep. but, yeah, I love that. I love that about all creating things. Yeah. It's, that's cool what you said about it being a bridge, because it's like, um, it totally is. Anyone will approach you after if they, yeah. if your joke spoke to them. Yes. And then, and then they'll just be like, hey, that was really awesome. And it's yeah. like, oh, cool, thanks. And by anyone, you, it's usually the last person in the room you want. <laughs> by anyone, you, you don't mean <laughs> potential lifelong friends or... Or anyone love, love mates anyone yeah. at all anyone by anyone it's usually the half staggering drunk guy who's telling you i had a guy i did a show in santa barbara this dive bar that my friend julia put put on for a while and i, I really loved it um got off stage this guy comes up to me later and he's just like this big kind of bro-y guy he's pretty drunk and he's just like Man, you were the best. You were my favorite. You know why? Because you talk about the things people want to hear. And what do people want to hear? They want to hear racism. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, whoa. Okay, he's like, and, and you, you kind of launched into all these things. And I, that, sir, I don't talk about any of those things. <laughs> he's like, they want to hear racism? I was like, okay, do not even touch race. Do you think somewhere in Santa Barbara there's a dive bar called Dive Barbara? It's right next to uh, Santa Bar. The Montpelier <laughs> Fuck Fest. <laughs> I think we found That's a stop. Good bar. I think we That's found stop bar. number two on your tour. <laughs> Got, you have an opener for Montpelier and Santa Barbara. <laughs> oh, I'll do one for every town. I, I think my opener in Santa Barbara I did the show three or four times it was this this like divey gay bar that turned into like it was drag dance night that night so we would all stay after and party and it was so much fun Yeah. but it was something how like Santa Barbara is still Montecito's ghetto so like there's some kid up in Montecito whose mom is threatening to take him down to the other side of the tracks if he doesn't behave to go see what things are like in, in Santa Barbara uh, yeah, I guess that's... You gotta know Montecito. That's where fucking Oprah lives, Doug. You know Oprah? Do you think Oprah oh. ever calls Montecito Montecito? Oh. <laughs> Every day. Okay. Montecito, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Josh. Montecito. Yeah, so Montecito's like where Michael Jackson's ranch, Neverland oh, Ranch is. Oprah. Shit. Okay. It's big, beautiful properties. Where uh, Brad and Jennifer's uh, big old house was. That sounds, that sounds like a possibility. <laughs> you just, like, suddenly perk up, and you know everything about Brad and Jennifer. And you, like, open, open up a curtain in your closet, and there's just a shrine to their romance you're like yeah from 96 to 2004 there was no one hotter <laughs> so here's what happened like some small part of me is still hoping holding out that they reunited i saw some 
Some that terrible uh, Angelina. Some, it was probably some like celebrity gossip thing when when the divorce was happening or whatever. Right. And they they were like talking about their huge estate like they have this huge aerial view and i'm like okay they live in a fucking castle yeah 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 for sure (laughs) there's like heated floors and like they had these chairs that looked very uncomfortable but (laughs) but apparently were like contoured hand contoured by some guy to their bodies or something i was like Okay, yeah, that's what you do when you have millions and yeah. millions and millions of dollars. And you can't leave your house, really, so you gotta, <sighs> like, barricade yourself. But yeah, so that's what I think of when I think of Montessori. Oh, got like, it. Like, the massive... Like, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's sort of... Yeah, there are all those, like, lifestyle of the rich and famous shows. When, lifestyle Yeah, rich and before famous. the recession, and then the recession happened, and it was like, okay, we should probably tone it down. People are getting angry. <laughs> We should take the rims off of our cars now. Just keep all the nice shit in the cars. Don't like, show people our houses anymore. Yeah, like we, we can't open ourselves up. Yeah, car interiors got way nicer. The outsides are like pretty mellow, but then inside they're just like hiding like these cup holders that change temperature and stuff. And, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the gaudiness kind of element that was huge for a while. Yeah, and, man. And, and it was I, like it was like people were trying to be old money. Oh. Yeah, there, well, there, it was like that Gatsby thing. It was like yeah, yeah. wanting to be old money while also being new money. Yeah, yeah, cut to the front of the line as fast as possible yeah. to that. Because uh, you're like, oh, I have a shitload of money right now. I'm gonna buy this like Victorian shit. Right. And then people will go, oh, you're so fancy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lifestyles of the rich and famous, more like lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh, there we go. I don't know. There we go. go. (laughs) Oh, dude, by the way, I had to stop following you on Instagram. What? Yeah. Why? Because you posted nothing but Pokemon stats, and I was confused out of my mind. I was like, and it took me weeks (laughs) to even realize that I was confused out of my mind. And I didn't want to unfollow you, but I also was like, I don't want to understand this either. So when you stop, it's hit my, me up, and I'm gonna. It's my first time through Pokemon. Okay, and so what are you doing with that? Um, I'm just having fun with it. Like it's so it's an RPG, and like so it's turn based, and I never. And you're doing the one that everyone's playing, the Pokemon. No, Go. I'm doing the the very first. Oh, one. okay. Yeah, I went way ah, back. Got it. So I'm playing it on this on this the Game Boy Advance SP. Whoa. Do you remember this thing when this came out? Kind of. I remember Game Boys, I remember... Yes, okay, but they were in different colors. Yeah, and They had, then, like, the, the sort of fluorescent colors. This one just happens to be black. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I do um, remember. So, I've wanted that system ever since it came out. Right. Like, what, 20 years ago or something? Right. And <clears throat> recently got it. I can't put it down. I mean, oh, really? I just put it down right there. Yeah. <laughs> It's really fun. It's, it's, it, I, I remember kids on the bus being just hooked on it. Yeah. Hooked and, on it. And so with Pokemon, I mean, I don't know, there's like a lot of different characters, a lot of different types of abilities, and so it keeps it, um, keeps you guessing when you come up with, to a new... So when you post these on Instagram, are you sharing with other Pokemon original players? Yeah. 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 So hashtag Pokemon, hashtag Pokemon Fire you Red. You are. You are. Okay. Hashtag Doug's first Pokemon. Really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and are, so these are like, 
this is like your your lifestyles of the rich and famous. So this is your like yeah, contoured look, furniture. Yeah, it's a look into my contoured furniture. Yeah, exactly. It's like this is something I can have control over right now. <laughs> That's the key to everything. That's <laughs> yeah. why I like writing. Or, you know, and everything. That's why I like stand up because for three minutes or five or ten or twenty, whatever, I get to control this world that I'm we're we're yeah. entertaining. Yeah. In a, in an otherwise immovable mass. Yeah. That we have no control over. Because outside of doing all that, yeah, we, we are don't have control over We are powerless. <laughs> More powerless than we even know. These games are gonna be worth a lot too. These vintage video games. Probably. Yeah. Gotcha. I got gotcha in there. Really? Mm-hmm. Buying that commando. It's weird, like, all this it. analog technology is, like, the hip stuff with, like, teenagers right now. They love yeah. this, and at the time, we just kept wanting to advance, advance, advance. Yeah. And we also thought everything that was being made <laughs> was being made so cheaply that it wouldn't last. Well, one, yeah, that's one thing that I thought when it was going cartridges from N64 to uh, discs. Right. In the Wii and, like, PlayStation 1 and right. stuff. And I was like, what? If it gets scratched... I know, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then people just took care of their games. Yeah, and you don't see as much nostalgia for CDs, though. Uh, yeah, people did take care of their games, yeah. you're right. But I think even that principle is like... Pe- I know people who are filming Cassettes. filming music videos on the cameras our dads used a, to make video... I have a VHS camcorder. Yeah, VHS camcorder. Yeah, it works. That's trendy now. Yeah. That's... <laughs> people... Yeah, VHS players. Like, people... Like, that that's the hip thing to do now which is like i get it it's physical I've had that duel for years and it works yeah and you put a movie in and you're now committed to the movie and you don't need to flip through your you know millions of options and yep. i get it yeah it's cool i, yeah. I kind of like it yeah it's like why not like i i lived that way for a while and and it's fun to i also i'm i have that because i'm gonna i want to do this thing with the vhs camcorder and my talk boy from Home Alone. Oh, cool. And um, my record player and just, like, my theremin. Like, just a bunch of shit, and, like, I want to put it all together in That'd one. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think I want to make an album out of that. Nice. I like that. Yeah. You looked depressed, though, when you said that. No, I was, I was like, thinking and just remembering like the title that i'm gonna call it i'm not gonna say it right now yeah, i'll yeah, say don't. it off mic yeah yeah don't <laughs> you know how those listeners in india they'll, they'll have 10 better versions of it in two weeks and they'll do it for a quarter of the price <laughs> it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun project that i'm gonna do yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah, 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 analog and digital. What do you think about, um, AI? Uh, artificial intelligence? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some, And like, not the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had some tweets about that the other day, like, how it's like, it's really odd that our thoughts are... Robots are going to get so advanced that they're going to phase us out. They're going to, we're going to, it's, there's going to be wars between us and them and they're going to defeat us or whatever. And it's like, but if robots do get that advanced in their intelligence, they're going to understand how much more brilliant kindness is than war. And so I don't, I don't know that it would be a problem, but I do think everything we're putting into the internet right now, including this podcast and our tweets and our statuses and 
we are feeding the nuances, of the future AI. nuances of AI. Yeah. So all these little that moment when and all these things you couldn't really explain to a robot, we're explaining. Yeah. And we're doing it at a mass level, and they're computing all of it. And yeah, it it will, it'll be problematic. There will be a person in fifty years, maybe less, who will be able to talk to a hologram version of me. Right. And conversate with me right. as if I would be based upon about everything you've already yeah. established as your personality all within of the, the internet. My speech, yeah. all of my patterns, all of the things that I usually say, right. my laugh, right. all digitized. Yeah. All well, for... and like consciousness can be eventually digitized too and then put from host body to host body. Yeah, too. are we going to be in like thumb drives or what? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. And our humanity will lessen and lessen and lessen while allowing it to propagate itself more and more and more. I don't know, unless things take a catastrophic turn. But like the v the VR, is that what it is? The yeah. thing you wear on your head? People, that's going to be more problematic than drugs. People aren't going to want to take those things off. And when they do, they're going to be gravely depressed. Yeah, people are going to have withdrawals. Yeah, and they're going to get things in those VRs that they can't conceive of in real life. And so... They're, they're not just, gonna want to leave. They're not gonna want to leave. They're you gonna be shitting that their pants. Movie existence? No, <laughs> but I read Infinite Jest, and there's that's kind of the, the thing with that is there's a cartridge, and it's kind of like, before pre Netflix even these cartridges oh. get delivered and, it renders people completely. It's like a video that comes on and it renders oh. people completely comatose. And Pe like cause you're because so it's the perfect like entertainment. Happy, it's yeah. the perfect inter and I think what the entertainment did boil down to was a. POV from the, a crib being a baby and like a topless beautiful woman is reaching down saying I'm sorry I'm sorry I can't remember what it was but yeah it rendered people you know comatose and so everyone's trying to get a hold of the it's a weird convoluted novel that's infinite crazy. Just. It yeah sounds cool. but yeah it's cool but I really think that's what's gonna happen because most people's lives they they're not nearly there isn't even that possibility that they're gonna be fucking the person of their dreams physically or you know whatever it yeah. may be um, and so, yeah, I'm, n I'm never even going to put one on. My, my sister said she put one on. Oh, and she, the VR? You've never yeah, tried it? No. You never will? I don't think so. Oh. There's, like, starscapes, and you're drawing on these starscapes, and then you take it off, and you're just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what? where are we? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to go there. I, I <laughs> think it's... Because you won't want to leave. It, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> People, I Josh, mean, you can always come back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I the thing is, I think I'm living like the closest to VR existence as it is. Like, I'm, I'm I don't have a shortage of options in my life. Like, I, life is overwhelming enough. I think without having to go into a virtual version of it. Yeah. That, that's that lifelike. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know what the future of movies will be and entertainment and how oh. it's all going to happen in there. I mean, there I was, know they're doing it. There was a VR Darth Vader movie announced. Right. I, like, I had so much ASMR when I heard that. Yeah. I was just like, I can't even fucking believe it. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be cool, but it also, it's like, I don't know that I want it to be that cool. I like the separation <laughs> between what I'm watching and me and... I like the physical distance and yeah. Well, it's 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 also going to be a different cuz not all movies will be VR in the future, right. but there will be like VR movie theaters. Like that's going to happen probably. A bunch of people are going to be sitting next to each other wearing headsets. Yeah. Coming in their pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean Bumping if the movie walls, if the movie works, pants, yeah. yeah. 
Jesus. Bumping into walls. We still like, we still like knowing we're near other people. <laughs> we like the idea of body heat. Oh, or people just won't leave their house at yeah, all. Yeah, they don't need to leave. Yeah. Yeah, you have the VR. You it's can just watch it from your, home. Yeah, yeah. And we'll all be already. on like universal income. So, because every all our jobs are going to be automated soon. Yeah. So everyone will just be getting a living wage and watching yeah. their VR, never leaving. And oh shit. Interacting. And, and if you leave the house, you'll be weird. You'll be weird. Yeah. You'll be like. Why a, you, you'll why'd be, you leave your house? You're like a hipster if you leave your house. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking hipster yeah. leaving the house. Yeah, it's like a pretension. <laughs> but we won't actually even be talking to each other, so we don't. it's only a self-judgment. Wait, how close to... Have you seen the movie Surrogates? No. Oh, you gotta see that. Yeah. What was that one, I guess? It was Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. And basically, like, most people live their lives through their surrogates. Like, they'll just chill out on their bed. Right. And then they're... Their surrogate, their robot, walks around and works right. for them, interacts with, for them. Yeah, you got, you got, you should see. Yeah, it. I'll check it out. It's good. Yeah, I liked Minority Report. Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, people are still active in that movie. I Robot. Never saw it. That's that's it's got. Good. That's one of the movies where. Oh, I did see I Robot. That's one of the movies where if robots see it in the future. Yeah, I did see I Robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was a war with robots. Yep. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because humans are detrimental to themselves. Is that is that going to be their reasoning? That's it's like that's why robots. Cause they're they're like, going to say humans don't compute. There's yeah, like there's too many variables. There's too many um, right. wild cards. There's too many people who. But won't they? Won't robots logic. recognize beauty, or, and they will, and they'll say humans aren't enough. Oh, then they'll be like, like we need to take over another planet. Or won't? Yeah, I mean, won't they just think like <laughs> the chaos of the hu- of hum- humanity is beautiful? If, if they're intelligent. Oh, if we, if we pump them full of that programming yeah. to tell them. Yeah. So get on that, programmers. Yeah. Get on that, Let's people flooding those, the internet. Flood those, the internet with beauty. Just Tumblr blogs. Beauty Tumblr and love and, of, and like, funny stuff. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, all the, all the hate and guns. Get that, get that out and of then, here. And then if artificial intelligence gets super intelligent, they're going to realize how meaningless <laughs> their own existence is and they're going to kill themselves. Ooh. What about that? Ooh. They're gonna realize that they'll they're they were brought here for for reasons as little as the humans they just destroyed. And why would they continue on? Have you seen Battlestar Galactica? How are they still gonna find spiritual impetus? You know? No, I haven't. That's another one. So robots, robots are gonna kill humans? themselves, like, dude. Oh man, that show is fucking good. Yeah. They made a board game out of it. And um, not just, out, not out of it, but um, there's so much to see, and there's just not enough time to see it. Yeah. There's. When there's do you a, do? When do we do this? I guess when we retire. When do we do what? Like just watch everything we're oh. meaning to watch. Oh yeah. Or when you're young. But I don't want to retire either. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. retire? Um, like hit a certain point and then just stop. No, I mean it'd be cool to like teach something at some point. And yeah. It's, slow down a little i think it'd be dope to get to a point where if i wanted to i could retire right but then keep, keep going because i love it yeah yeah it's just sometimes people stop listening to old people <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's like no of course they want to be relevant but no one no one gives a shit have you played the diablo it's coming video out games? too slow no there's a character in there named deckard kane and he's very old and he gives a lot of advice yeah yeah he's, he's like your way to uh, work your way through this world. Right. And 
<laughs> if sometimes he'll be saying something and you can cut him off if you heard it before. And instead of it just stopping the speech, it'll stop the speech and then he goes, nobody ever listens. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People don't want to retire. People want to retire them, though. Like, okay, I can't have Jim taking 12 minutes at the coffee machine every morning. Like, enough is enough. Nobody ever He's listens. dribbling again. He's dribbling again on his desk. And it's like, I want to keep working. I told myself I'd never retire. He's like, yeah, that's what you told yourself, and your hip broke. <laughs> you know who people will listen to, though, no matter how old he is? Is Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 80 at this point. He's, yeah. he's good. <laughs> yeah. He narrated the Democratic Convention yeah. video. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'll listen to you forever, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, w I wonder... He, he seems healthy. He seems like a will live... I, I, I wonder which old celebrity will die next. That's, oh, man. Yeah, I get paranoid about Jack Nicholson. I've been paranoid about him for a couple years now. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm calling it. Mark it. Mark it down. Remember when Trump was, and was then it Trump that was Robots like, in the future are going to worship me. They're going to be like, he understood when Nicholson was going to pass. He understood human <laughs> life perfectly. <laughs> Said some interesting things. Yeah, I mean, there's the other, other thing, like, saying the internet continues and humans remain interested in other humans. At some point, they're going to dig through the internet, like teenagers, and they're going to go... Aliens? No, no, not aliens. Robots. Teenage humans. Oh. I know. <laughs> Conceive this. <laughs> Humanity ends up <laughs> surviving. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. All right, but okay. And there's going to be kids who dig through old blogs and be like, this person had no one following them and they were doing awesome stuff. I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of They're going to be like, people. there was this podcast that four people in India listened to. <laughs> this guy was making jokes about Vermont Pelier before. <laughs> Anyone was doing it. Obviously, now that's on our state flag. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously now it's on our state flag. <laughs> I like this new world. Yeah, I, I think that's just my own little silver lining for the fact that no one on the internet cares about me. I mean, that's the stupid thing. It's like everyone paranoid about internet privacy, and it's like, no, I'm trying to get people to look at me on the internet, and they don't care. We're fine. No one gives a shit. <laughs> I you could put in I could put a suicide note on my Instagram and I'll get eight likes and two text messages <laughs> and three people unfollowing me just like he is too much he just dramatic. yeah and he's posting two or three suicide notes a day it's just enough is enough it's a boy who cried suicide note yeah <laughs> oh um oh so speaking of <laughs> trying to get people to see you on the internet so i did the facebook live the other day mm -hmm. and i was all i was doing was like i was catching up in my journal um while listening to records and, and you're, fil <laughs> you're filming it as you do it yeah so people could just be in here because i can't be out there and um so because of your knee yeah yeah and so so the records are going and then i get 
like the the feed stops and then it's like we can't post this and and i was like what the hell why not and it's like because there's someone else's music in it um. and i'm like i'm not making money off of their music um so then i i did it again i played or like i just started a new one and then i played the records again and i was like looking directly into the camera and i was like so i don't know what just happened but the feed stopped and they said they can't play it because there's music going and i was like and i know you're watching facebook because otherwise how would you know to stop the feed right for the you know i was like so i'm just gonna keep playing music because that's lame what what am i gonna do listen to public domain music otherwise so all right and and that's how it's gonna go and that's how it's gonna go and then at a certain point while it was going it cut off again I don't think they're listening so much as there's like some kind of technology that recognizes like a Shazam type thing yeah. embedded within it. I like to think though it's like that one, it's one guy, one person yeah. in in Facebook, yeah. and he's like, <laughs> he sees he sees me like look, he's like, oh shit, he knows. He's doing it again. Oh yeah, Andy knows. Yeah, yeah. He knows we're watching. Of course, Facebook is watching everyone's Facebook live streams. Right. They would have to, right? Shit. I don't know. To make sure that people aren't, um, I don't know, Violating jerking off all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but, like, and... usually that's user-reported. Oh, okay. They go, oh, this person's jerking off all over the place, and they go, okay, let's get someone on it. And it's a technician in India, and they take off their headset and stop listening to your podcast, and they're like, oh my god, I was just listening to his podcast! Not him! Anyone but him! Quit playing that Metallica album. You're violating standards. Oh my dog. Only I could write you a letter. I'm too intimidated. He would be intimidated if he saw my place in Montecito. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What if you just started doing your podcast from Montecito for no reason? Hey. Hey, I'm here in Montecito. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's for sure. You can do it from space? Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) I can do it from uh, um, a yacht? I would love to get my ashes shot up into space. I would... (laughs) I I was... My remains. I was thinking the same thing, except just my body. Just Just your body, yeah. my body. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. (laughs) But it's pricier. It's pricier. It's heavier. Yeah. It's just a a, a heavier package. But if you can do it... Because I've always wanted to go to space. Oh, yeah. And if I don't get to go to space before I die... Yeah. Do it when you die. I'll throw my body up there. Yeah. (laughs) Have you wanted to go to space? Yeah. You would go? Yeah. If someone said you could go tomorrow? Like, it depends where in space, because right now this, Mars is a one-way trip. Right, the space station. I don't want to go to Mars just yet. Just the space station. Uh, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. The moon would be dope. Yeah. Uh, would I go to the moon? Hell yeah, I would go to the moon. Yeah. Jump around, and, like, with the... It's not zero G, but lower right, G. Right, lower G, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a sound stage in Culver City. That... <laughs> I mean, with traffic, you'd be there in 15 minutes. That's how Neil did it. I think your podcast is good because you make people 
seem funnier than they are because <laughs> you have a good uh, sense of humor no it's because i've always talked about like hey listen did we fake the moon landing i don't think so right. could we have faked the moon landing absolutely yeah, yeah we absolutely totally. could have faked the yeah moon totally because you see the the um, there was that show on fox that was like moon landing uh, did we really and right and it's like why was the crosshair behind this thing and like why was the flag waving and Right. And where was that wind coming from? And I'm like, yeah, you're making some good points, Fox. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. Because <laughs> Fox is the same channel that brought us the X-Files. Yeah, that's right. Cops <laughs> and Bill O'Reilly. Investigate. 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 Yeah. Never trust that the government landed on the moon. Man. I know. But you do think they did. Huh? You do think they did. They actually did it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But could they have faked it? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Totally. Did they probably have a studio set up just in case the... <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's interesting. Just in case the space shuttle just didn't make it. Ooh. Wow. Do you think they have contingency plans for stuff like that? No. I don't know, man. Not I don't know what they're doing. I bet that they've got all kinds of weird shit going on. The government's crazy, man. They're probably the government listening. and then just the... The wealthy people who are using the government as a puppet. I think they're oh, the ones yeah. who are really, you know, yeah. doing it. They're they're making it. They're the the 1%. Yeah, yeah. And they are just a manipulative <laughs> force that, like, has been operating for a long time. Yeah. In the shadows. Yeah. Ooh, uh, shadow. like the Skulls organization. Skulls and Bones, yeah. Skulls yeah. and Bones. Yeah, yeah. And, um... <coughs> You know, all the secret... Even just shape. manipulating stock prices and, like, like they take a bunch of gold off the market and suddenly the price changes. It's like they can physically do that, that with, oh. with their, you know, it's like... With their own gold that they have? Oh, yeah. Or, like, with, with the price of gold, you know. I'm yeah. not a genius with... Uh, I'm not <laughs> even, like, a, a, a layman's uh, person with the stock market. But, yeah, yeah, I've had people who know more about it explain it to me. And it's like, yeah. So they're just... Shifting it up and down, making people yeah, yeah. buy and totally. sell. Totally, yeah. And when you can sh shift enough of it, you can do a pretty one plus one equals two thing and get control. two over and over and over again. And yeah. you're controlling everyone's spending. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Pork oh, bellies. Yeah. Pork bellies. Have you seen Trading Places? That's uh, all I yeah, know yeah. about the stock market. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. Pork bellies, coffee, oranges. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And um, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, and those two dudes who were the old rich dudes made another appearance in um, Coming to America. I like that. Yeah. I like when movies do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the crossover, but they were poor. Oh, nice. Yeah, because they had lost all their money. Nice. Yeah, I don't remember. Sorry, that. I just spoiled the end of Trading Places. You're 40 <laughs> years too late. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, the good guys win. <laughs> <laughs> For one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> buy a VCR. Yeah, buy it. Buy a VCR, buy trading places, buy High Strung. For anyone who's not seen the movie High Strung, have you seen the movie no. High Strung? Jim Carrey, uh, Tom Wilson, who is Biff from Back to the Future, <coughs> Fred Willard, Steve Odekirk, the guy from uh, Thumb Wars and, like, Kung Pao and um, a bunch of other stuff. 
And one of the ladies who was in Star Trek Next Generation, she played Ensign. Okay. My dad told me that one, but I, I vaguely remember her. her own. I'm not, I don't, okay, sorry. I haven't watched all the Next Generation. Uh-oh. These guys. Uh-oh. Get all of them for Next Generation, you know? You hear that noise? That's Did half you? of your followers double-clicking <laughs> out of this podcast. And by, I mean, Click the X! I mean two of your friends <laughs> from the living room. <laughs> Those guys were great. That show, while small, was really kind of still fun. We all got in some time, and yeah. that was cool. Yeah, man. I like what you do. Thank you. Yeah. Every, every time, it's so fun. Yeah. When the spirit's good behind it, it just has a way of working out. Yeah. Because then the feeling in the room is, well, we're all here. Yeah. And we're re- in recognition of all being here, and, yeah. like, let's appreciate it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Um, which will have happened once this episode comes out, because this is coming out on Friday. Okay. Yeah. So your next duplex, comedy suplex. Mm-hmm. What day is that? Will have happened. It's on Thursdays. Thursdays, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anything, uh, plug, plug stuff. Do you want to plug some stuff? And Plugs, yeah, get yeah. at me, get at me, man, get at me. <laughs> get at me all over the place. You said you want the internet to see yeah. you. This is a section of Here the internet. I am, baby. A sub, sub, sub section Joshua of the internet. Joshua Turek. Still... <laughs> Not the wheelchair basketball playing Joshua Turek. Joshua Turek, the writer, comedian, and narcissist. <laughs> On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, that's where it begins, and YouTube, I guess I have a few stupid things up there. Yeah? Yeah. And I'm making cool, like, I made a cool short film last year that's on... YouTube? Vimeo, actually, yeah. Yeah, we went high class, and, uh... Yeah, so there's the stuff there. Vimeo's nice and shiny. Yeah, it is, it is. It's something sexy. It's like clout. Right. Yeah, it has a cooler thing to it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Uh, do they just search Joshua Turek? Yeah, Joshua Turek. And, you know, our monthly show at Bar Lubitsch, 12, 20, Our next one is the 16th of this month, August of 2016. Dope. Yeah, so that one Go to fun. that. Yeah, that's always a fun You'll one. You'll be able to go because this episode will be out in time. Yeah, totally. Go to Bar Lubitsch. First. I still haven't been to Bar Lubitsch. Oh, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should come to our next one. Right. It's a really fun show. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, this has been a great episode. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Actually, way more fun than I thought it would be. Thank God. (laughs) You know how horrible I thought this was going to be? So this is... So bad. This far exceeded that. Train wreck and a half. Yeah. I'm going to walk out of here moderately suicidal. Which is is better than I was when I came in. (laughs) But really, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for doing it. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And Joshua Turek.